Welcome to Storytime with Jeff. I am Jeff Rabinowitz, a real estate entrepreneur, uh, Legal Shield associate, and deal facilitator. There's nothing I like much more than uh, talking real estate and drinking whiskey, and that is what I intend to do. Nothing inten- uh, in this podcast is intended as advice. If you wish to apply uh, an idea to your situation, that is on you, my friend. Get appropriate counsel. I can be reached at um, real estate at farmerjeff.com. That'll, that'll be in the notes. I have a, a blog on Bigger Pockets titled Confessions of a Private Lender, and I've got a Facebook page titled Damn the Recession. I'd like to thank Jeremy Burgess, the founder of Renegade Detroit um, uh, Investors, for uh, recording this segment and making it available to you. Uh, the Renegades meet the, uh, the first Tuesday of every month at Always Brewing Coffee Shop in Detroit. Jeremy, how do, how do people get in touch with you? Hey, welcome, friends. If you're interested in attending any of the local meetups, go to facebook.com forward slash Detroit Investment Club, and there's little events there, and hit subscribe, or go to meetup.com forward slash Renegade Detroit Investors, and never miss a meeting. Just curious about the group, go ahead and go to renegadedetroit.com. That website's about to be updated. See you guys there. This is, um, we're thrilled to be back here at Secreto's Cigar Bar in fabulous Firmdale on, on Nine Mile. The owner is here. Um, uh, Ronnie has picked out some beautiful sticks for us, and I'm going to let him um, uh, describe them because he'll do it a lot better than, than we can. He's, he'll, 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 he'll join us in a bit. Um, I'm drinking a couple, a couple whiskeys that I've never had before. I was talking to, to Ronnie about this a little bit, and this is phenomenal. But um, it's kind of cool because they're... We haven't done whiskeys from Tennessee yet. Um, this is this, these are both Pritchards, um, and Pritchards we understand is going to be discontinuing several other lines. Um, one, one second. Yeah, we're smoking cigars too. At yeah, the same this is time. Um, th- this is pretty phenomenal. One, one, one of the one, one of the whiskeys I have is a is a Pritchard's double chocolate. Um, this is um, I, I uh, again I, I don't know this one. It's, it's uh, distilled in uh, Tennessee. This is ninety proof. Um, got a Phenomenal nose. I mean, I'm 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 very partial to rice. I'm also very partial to chocolate flavors and bourbons and rice. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. The other one I've got is a, is a is a Pritchard Dry Whiskey. This one is um, bottled at a slightly lower proof. I believe it's um, 43 percent alcohol, eighty six proof. And again, this this is a. Um, it's 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 it, the, on the nose. I'm getting it, it's a it, it's a solid rye. I'm getting this the spice in the rye that I know and I recognize. And Ronnie, Ronnie, the owner, just joined us. Uh, Ronnie, where are we? Wait, wait, wait! Pull the mic up. Pull the mic right up to you. <laughs> We're at Secreto Cigar Bar, downtown Ferndale, three one five West Nine Mile, uh, directly across here from local in Asagi, and next door to a Thai restaurant that. I think everybody in the city knows. I don't know the name, but I know they've got thousands and thousands of people going out of yeah, that place. I, I, Unbelievable. I, so th- that's my landmark. And what's your website? Secretocigarbar.com. Uh, there you go. S-E-C-R-E-T-O, Cigar Bar. Remember, though, after secret. Well, it's not much of a cigar bar compared to a freaking whiskey well, palace. I mean, that, 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 that cigar humidor is It's amazing, but <laughs> as good as the cigar selection is, if you're a whiskey person, this is like Mecca. Well, I'll tell okay? you, I, I'm sucking on this double chocolate here. This a guy is, asked me a, a very important question the other day. He said, what are you more passionate about, cigars or whiskey? And I said, 
it's a very hard question to mm. ask. How do you, why do you have to choose? And now exactly what <laughs> no. I told I said, I said, that's the perfect pairing. And the only thing missing now is a woman. And then we got the trifecta. <laughs> that's right. So, 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 uh, how about nobody's going to do it better than you? So what, what, what are we smoking here? Yeah. So we're smoking a cigar called Yellow Cake. And Yellow Cake is a fusion of the core line of Caldwell cigars. Um, he uses all Davidoff tobaccos. He's got Willie Ventura, who worked with Davidoff for, I think, 20-plus, 20 25 years. The cigar is exactly what Jeremy called it, a breakfast stick. It is actually the leftovers, basically, of The King is Dead, Long Live the King, and the Eastern Standard. Um, three different cigars. One uses Negrito wrapper. One of them uses Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper. And the other one uses uh, hybrid Corojo. So you're getting unbelievable flavors and as you see, as it, you smoke the cigar longer, it's going to give you a little bit more body. Okay. Now it's, blend, re- it's blending beautiful. With the, the reason why is that the King is Dead <laughs> is actually Negrito wrapper was only used to give a just like it says on there, milk chocolate baseline. Okay. Negrito was used first time it was rolled in a cigar. I'm, They've got a copycat now that just came out and wrapped. Use the same wrapper. Th- 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 this is like candy. I mean, this it, this is like perfect. This, this is like a, 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 a hot foot Sunday. I mean, this is phenomenal. So, so the beauty you know? is the long live the king is a perfect pairing with the rye, mm-hmm. which is a third of the cigar in here. Okay, and the double chocolate is a perfect pairing with the king is dead, which is a third of the cigar in here. Interesting. It's, it's funny because I, I say yeah, you, know, you guys know. I mean, you've been listening to me long enough. I like I like barrel proof stuff. I like rye in my face, you know, that kind of stuff. I don't usually like sweet except if it's chocolate. I'm um, unsweetened chocolate is 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 really wonderful for me. That's what I'm getting here. I'm getting I'm getting unsweetened chocolate. I'm getting so there, there's there's um yeah yeah there's sweetness in there, but More it's not cocoa. but it's not yeah but it's not it's not candy. It's not it's not um it's it's phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And what I try to explain to people when they say bird dog chocolate, and I say to them, no, it's completely different. It's a subtle undertone, and that's what the King is Dead was. Oh, this is this is milk this is chocolatey baseline, meaning it's it's an undertone. It's a bittersweet chocolate. In the cigar, that it's very subtle. We have another cigar called La Carême, which they describe as a chocolate souffle. Unless you're a cigar guy, you're not going to know it. It's made by Ernesto Carrillo, EPC, and he did that cigar, and uh, he did ah, Anastasia for Caldwell. Dude, both fantastic. This is if you like Davidoffs at all, I, this is amazing, especially for the price. This is, I mean, out of the ballpark here. <laughs> it kind of reminds me a little bit of five dollar stick. Yeah, of the uh, Avo, which I haven't smoked in a long time, but it has hints of it. It's mellower. Yep. But the Intermezzo series Exos. It, it just exactly reminds like me a little it. bit, you know, the, the fig and the dried nut, the yeah. spice. That's just, it's it's perfect symmetry. No, I don't forget a cigar. Ash, well, I, love. I can't believe how well Jeff's doing here, man. For I'm, a guy I'm, that didn't I, smoke cigars, yeah, I, 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 you're winning I, the longest ash contest. Here. I um I I I'm a, I'm a pretty quick learner. I I, I, yeah, I I like doing new stuff and I, I learn quick. And I'll yeah. tell you, I just I just uh, sucked down this rye a little bit. And you're right. I mean the the, the the cigar is going well with the rye. I'm getting I'm getting the spice on the on the nose. I'm getting the spice on the tongue. I'm getting a beautiful finish on this rye. You got to be careful yeah. not to do spice on spice and the sweet on sweet. And that's why what this is is they're both bittersweet. The cigar and the double chocolate and the spice on the corojo. It's not an overpowering spice. I mean, this is it's really a subtle cool. spice. Very cool. Perfect parents, and, and and I've never had either one of these these Pritchards. I I, I knew they were Tennessee. This is uh, the first time we've had Tennessee whiskey on the show. But uh, we're we're on what number sixteen now? This is it. And 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 and, and actually, um, we, we're um, this this is a season finale. I, I'm not sure if I was supposed to uh, to uh, to spill that. I think J- Jeremy's going to take this over at some point. But we're gonna. Uh, I think the plan is that we're going to kind of recap the season and what we talked about and everything. And I don't know. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna ask questions and we're, we'll talk. 
talk about some stuff. And Ronnie, thank you uh, so much for this. Um, this this is this is a great place. I mean, Secretos. If you're down anywhere near Ferndale, man, if you like cigars or if you like whiskey or if you like both, I mean. You guys think I know a little bit about whiskey. This guy knows whiskey. I mean, oh, yeah. this, this is phenomenal. I mean, and cigars, I, 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 too, it, by it, the it, way. It, 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 it's, it's, been, it's been really, I'm, I'm thrilled that I met you. <laughs> I'm glad to have met you both. Okay. I learned a lot from you both. Well, we're, 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 awesome. we're so much from Jeremy. I learned how to set all this equipment up. <laughs> we, we, uh, we, I learned real estate we, from this guy. We, 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 we do plan on being back. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, say, it, may, it may not be me for a while, but, it's, uh, but we will be back. And, there are uh, plans in the works. Yeah, there are plans uh, in the uh, works. And I say, who knows? Well, this may be a good place for meetings. It's um, yep. he, Ronnie's got this great back room. The the the, the putting ven- the bar back there now. The, the, the speakeasy. The the ventilation system is phenomenal. And again, I mean, this is um, God. I might have to start reserving some space on my on my on my shelf for cigars because I'm kind of getting into this a little bit. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, it's easy. It's easy to go down this rabbit hole when, when you start ready to. Buy your cigars. I'm throwing in your humidor on me. Oh, well, cool. Well, very cool. <laughs> okay. If you guys enjoy, Thanks. let me know if you need anything. I, I appreciate it, sir. Thank you very much. And okay, Jeremy, let's uh, – and as I, I just kind of spilled the beans, this, this is a season finale. Um, this is a season finale. So, uh, Jeremy, yes. what, what, are we, what are we doing here tonight? Well, we're going to do <laughs> like a little summary slash review of the last 15 episodes, right? Right. I know. I can't imagine. How in God's name did you get? Well, I guess I guess we spilled a little bit in the last episode. We did, how, yeah. how, how, how we got here, but sixteen episodes, guys. I I never would have imagined this would have happened. You know. Yeah, this one I think is uh, is doing well. But I thought I would, since it is whiskey and real estate, right? Mm. Um, or did you want to talk any more about these whiskeys? No, this, whiskeys, this Pritchard's or? is great. I, I really, I, I don't know much about Pritchard. Yeah. You know, before I came in here, um, I didn't know, except I did know it was Tennessee. I mean, this, this, this is a, this is a tough guy to keep up with. I'm, 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 I'm holding my own a little bit. He hasn't thrown me out of the place, which is, it's kind of encouraging. <laughs> but it's, uh, and he, he told me a really fun story about Diageo, which I can't share on the air now. But it's, um, but, but it's, um, it was funny and good. <laughs> it really was funny. Yeah. And, uh, and he, he appreciated my, Non appreciation of the ice which was kind of cool. <laughs> well, I figured we would just start with a review of some of the whiskeys that were sampled and tasted and discussed during the first 15 episodes. So I went back I'm to the notes. You remember that, right? Well, I, I took notes. You okay. probably do remember, though. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it came from my shelf. <laughs> yep. So we broke in with the Highland Park, which was a 18 year and then a 20 year 2011 signatory. Vintage and those are phenomenal bottles, man. That was that was that was with Tommy Desmond, and that yeah. was that was as as a thank you for Tommy to come out and 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 ease me into it. And my God, you know, sitting down talking real estate with Tommy and and, and Jeremy that's that's an easy task. But those that was part as a, a treat for me and part as a treat for Tommy because uh, those um those were nice. Those are phenomenal bottles of whiskey. Yeah, and I remember that one. That was actually the, if I remember correctly, the eighteen year smelled a little better to me than well, the twenty it, year. It depends. It's, it's a different. Yeah. It's a different balance. The eighteen, the eighteen years Highland Parks um, um, standard line. The, the the other one was a signatory vintage. Again, as we talked about, they're they're what they do is they um, they they don't distill anything. They buy barrels uh, from other distillers. Good barrels because they they go they they taste them first and then they have have them stored or have the distiller store them and they decide when they're going to bottle them, but the the profile is going to be different. Highland Park 
for the 18, again, it's, it's, a, it's an original uh, uh, packaging kind of thing. Highland Park has a profile that they want for the 18. Signatory Vintage doesn't care. They just want a bottle of good whiskey, and they don't. It's a one-off. They don't have to duplicate, replicate it. Highland Park wants their 18 to taste like an 18. I mean, they've, they've got fans of 18s, and they want people to. It's not going to be. There's always drift a little bit because I mean, uh, whiskey stocks change, the tasters change, the distillers change, the the nosers change. So there's always drift. I mean, if you go back and and get a uh, um, get even a Highland, well, and, and the bottle that we actually tasted was an older one. The, the, there's going to be drift over decades and everything, but they're looking for basically the same profile, and, the, and they're, they're they're aiming for it again. Signatory vintage, one off. All they want is they they, they want a bottle, a good barrel of whiskey. They don't really care what it tastes like because they're, they're not even going to try to duplicate it. So. Well, Tommy Tommy Desmond loved them both too. He was pounding them pretty hard. And you actually, remember been, those those were phenomenal. Whiskeys. Yeah, <laughs> you, you guys both did. Uh, for all the talking that we did, it was uh, it was a good time, and a fair amount of whiskey was drank. So well, anytime Tommy and I show up in yeah. one place, a fair amount of whiskey is going to be drunk with heroic constitutions too. So and then we move on to. Uh, Eagle Rare, which was from the uh, Buffalo Trace Distillery, right? So I really like this one, too. Uh, also, I think I just like the name, Eagle Rare. Like, you would think the name would be Rare Eagle. It throws you <laughs> off that it's Eagle Rare as well. well. I say that, that one uh, years ago, when, um, when you know, I say that, that's, a, that's a special one. I don't, I don't know if I talked about how special it was with, uh, because, um, because it was, a. Uh, it, it used to be years ago when I was in school, it was an annual release. And my, um, my friend, um, George, who I used to run with, um, he, he was really a runner. He was a marathoner, but every year we would, um, um, get a bottle of that, um, when it came out, cause it came out in the fall. A lot, a lot of the, the, the releases of bourbons, especially annual releases come out in the fall. Um, but that one, it was a it was a it was a special event. Um, it was um, uh, one, one second. We're smoking cigars. Mm, Reminder. It, it, but it's, having um, a damn good time doing it too. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. Again, I'm. I've I, had I, worse times. I, I, I'm a novice, but I, th- I I think I'm getting it. You know, but it's uh, I'm not I'm not killing myself too much here. But it, but I say that was one of the things that when when it came out, we we would get that and. It, it was just a tradition. We get a bottle, and of course, we were both we were both at school at Michigan. Um, e. George at one point was on the 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 cross country team at Michigan. He was one hell of a runner, um, and I could keep up with him for five or six miles, maybe, <laughs> until he started running up and down hills. But George died about four years ago. Um, he's one of my the the. the well, he's my first close friend to, to die, and um, and we we lost track of each other for a while. But he was a real close guy, and and I don't I don't know. You, you, I've got those two barrels of whiskey um, at, at home, and one of them's an Eagle Rare. I had to have that barrel, and yeah. that that that's basically and the the the, the Eagle Rare bottle uh, barrel is a, it's a full fifty five gallon uh, uh, barrel. That one's in my kitchen. I see it every morning. Um, the other one, the Buffalo Trace, is in the the, the Buff- Buffalo Trace barrel is in uh, in, in my in, in my patio. But they're, they're which they're pretty badass. By they're, the they're, way. they're pretty cool yeah. knickknacks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I, I, I dig them. <laughs> I see why. And then uh, when we were at Mark Tomes' place, the Tomes residence, yeah. Hopefully, I get it right. Ardbeg Ugadal. Ugadal, excellent. Ugadal. All right, good. Now this one was a peated, which I 
Man, the smell was amazing. Ardbeg's an isla, uh, the, 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 the large island to the, to the, to, to the west of Scotland. Um, and yes, uh, mo- most of the, 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 the single malts on, um, on isla are peated, not all of them. Uh, Bruchladi, uh, does, does not always peat their whiskeys. Um, in fact, well, oftentimes they don't repeat them, but they, um, they, they have special releases. Ardbeg is always peated. Um, uh, Ugadal is, not only is it peated, but it's also peated and finished in sherry cast. So you get, so you get, you get the peat flavor. A lot of people don't like it at first. Um, it's kind of an acquired taste. They're, they're, I, I've introduced that to people who've never had whiskey before and they love it right off. Most of the time, that's not the reaction. But this one, you get the peat, but you also get the deep sherry. And at some point, I mean, there's, there, there was a release last year that Ardbeg did that was, um, Dark Cove. And that's in, um, they called that a chocolate sherry, which is basically a grungy old manzanilla sherry cask. But they, and they, they got basically the, the oldest, grungiest cask they could get and they filled it up with peated whiskey. It's phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is just great. The smell was amazing. This one, that one is at the top, tippy top of my list, I think. Well, uh, you, know, you, you get, you get, again, with, with the malts, to me, I like bourbons, um, I, I, and, 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 I, and I like especially rye. But malts to me are more complex. There's a, there's a, especially with peat. I mean, peat, peat you're never going to find in a in an American whiskey. You can approximate some of the other tastes, but again, when, when you're talking about a malt, the, the malt is malted barley. The only grain in, 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 in a single malt is malted barley. And there is, there is malted barley in every bourbon and every rye, uh, because the enzyme things, I've, I've probably gone over this a million times, but it's, it's a very small percentage. It's not really contributing to the taste. It's, it's there to help the process along. Um, ryes tend to be spicy. It's a spicy grain. Corns are sweet. Um, they're, they're fine. Um, there are weeded whiskeys, which I, I didn't do one this year. I've got some. The weeded ones are not my favorite. That's the Pappy Van Winkle, the, the fun stuff that you have. And yes, I've had Pappy 23. I don't have a bottle of that one, but it's, uh, but I do. Yet. Uh, <laughs> not I, 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 not I'm, on the list. I'm not a huge fan of Pappy. Um, I mean, it, it's good, but I, but, but that, you know, that you basically have to buy on the aftermarket, except that Ronnie's telling me here what he pays for this stuff. And holy crap. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm so glad I met this guy. <laughs> but it's, uh, but it's, uh, you know, aftermarket, you're talking on uh, Pappy Van Winkle. That bottle's 1800 bucks, uh, 2500 bucks. I don't crack those too often. I do have, I do have a couple $2,500 bottles on my shelf, but they're not, uh, well, actually, one of them, and it's funny because when you guys came over today, Gina actually picked it up. Um, it was a, I can't remember exactly when it was, but it's, um, it's, um, it's, a, it's an old Fitzgerald that was, um, that was distilled in 55. I think it was barreled in 63. Um, old Fitzgerald was, um, was distilled at the Stitzerweller, the Stitzerweller, uh, distillery. The, um, the, um, the, the master distiller was Pappy Van Winkle. This was actually bottled a couple of years before he died. And the other kind of cool thing is that it was, it was distilled a couple of years before I was born. It is on my shelf. Um, it's, it's a really good bottle. Um, I have not opened it yet. Someday. Um, We'll see. <laughs> you know, some someday I'm going to drink that bottle. That'll be cracked for a very special occasion. Well, of some I mean, sort, I, I, right? my daughter was married uh, 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 last year, and I did have on that one. I I I, I settled for um, for 
a sample of Macallan M, which is about a seven thousand dollar bottle. And basically, I mean, that was basically you know, that, that's the kind of thing that there were only seven hundred fifty bottles made. That has fifty year. That's a that's a blend of fifty year, forty year, thirty year whiskeys in there. Special blend, a one off. Holy shit! It, 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 it was bottled in a leak crystal decanter. I did not buy the full bottle. <laughs> uh, I bought samples of it. But man, that's the kind of thing to me. If there's any justice in this world, um, and, and I have any notification of when I'm going to die, I'm going to. I'll sit there and say, when when it comes close to the end, I'll say, I'll I'll, I'll have a bottle. I'll say, pass pass that bottle over. I'll take a couple of drinks, and I'll say, I'm ready. Just take, just go. Just that go. that that that's. It was. I have never tasted. It almost didn't taste like uh, whiskey. It was. It, it tasted almost like um, a cognac. Um, it was so complex and everything, but there, there's some phenomenal stuff out there, guys. <laughs> but anyway, that sounds pretty epic. <laughs> then we got to the old, the good old Rittenhouse Rye bottled in bond. So that, that, that's a cheap risk whiskey. Yeah, that, that's, that's that's the a, people's whiskey. It's it's a, it's a it's it's a twenty five dollar bottle, but it's a but it's a solid rye. Um, it's um it, it's actually one that I uh, did, 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 was I putting it in my did I have my my little oak barrel at that time? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's what that's when I seized my oak barrel and because it's because it's cheap, but it's bottled and bond also. And we talked a little bit about what bottled and bond means. It, it's it's a it's it's a very special designation. It means it's it's a bottled and bond. It's always it's always a um a hundred percent um. Uh, um, alcohol by volume, uh, AB, ABV, 50 proof. Um, they're they're always solid whiskeys, and and oftentimes they're cheap. And if you if you don't know a sour whiskey and you want to try it, man, you can get bottled and bond stuff. Now Michigan is a high tax state, so here you're talking twenty bucks, thirty bucks or so. But still, you can get some really solid whiskey. And and, and written written house rye is a good whiskey. It's not my favorite, um, but it's. I could drink that all night long with, with a couple of these sticks. Yeah, I'd, I'd be okay. Yeah, bang for your buck. This is like if you're on a budget. This is like a even, good even budget not, whiskey. It, it, it's a solid ride. Yeah. The problem is with this stuff is that when you start drinking the expensive stuff, it's really good. But I've got stuff on my shelf that's so much better, and it's just, <laughs> you know, I mean, what what you what you reach for is tends to be. It's a, yeah, this is really good, but it makes me think I want that Pikesville or 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 or, or, or those Pritchards or or the um or the the the, the Michter's Barrel Proof. It's just like yeah, it just leads me to other stuff, and and what happens is that I tend to reach for the other stuff first. But it's a solid bottle, and I and I and it's always on my shelf. I mean, I always have a bottle of it around, <laughs> so. That was a good one. And then I don't know if I want to go a second favorite or third favorite. Oh, you, you're talking about the nose on this, huh? Uh, how, so, how they smell. Exactly. Aberlauer Abuna. <laughs> the, the, this this is, one was it this it's really hard sometimes because it was that one was like wow. And it just filled the room the longer well, it was open. Well, you're talking now uh, this one is um again that that that, that that's um a vatting that's not a, it's, it's barreled at uh, um at barrel proof but it's a vatting of uh, of whiskey's no age statement so we don't know how old it is. It's unlikely that there's anything less than 10 years in it, um, just from the, the, the complexity of it. But what it is, is it's first fill sherry, um, barrels and everything. Is, oh, Abelauer has some bottlings where it's a mixture of bourbon and sherry or, or they use ex bourbon barrels. This is sherry, only sherry, 
phenomenal. It's, it's one that I, uh, that I collect by batch, and it's really funny. When we came in here, Ronnie did not have a bottle of it on his shelf. He now, he now caught one, and I was gonna, I was gonna get it until I saw those Pritchards out there, because hey, I just haven't tried this. But he, he picked, he picked a batch that I actually have on my shelf. Oh, what do you think? Well, I haven't opened it. I've got 25 batches on my shelf, right? So they're different. They don't, they vary significantly, but, I can't pick every one of them out. I mean, the more I do this, the better I get at it. Or some, and sometimes, of course, sometimes I think I'm doing it better than others. And every once in a while, I'll, I'll, I'll test it. I'll have, uh, I'll, I'll take a, you know, that's one that I like to play with. I'll open two or three. Uh, the, the Elijah, the, the, the we, we talked about the Eagle Rears. That, yeah. that was a store pick one. The same thing. Those are single barrels when they're store pick. So they vary. They're sing, it's a single barrel. There's no blend. And when, when they're blending it, they're trying for a profile. When it's a single barrel, they're just picking up the, the distiller is saying, this is a good barrel. Let's throw this one in a bottle. Unless it's really good. And then they'll, they'll throw it in a bottle and tie a ribbon on it and charge you a hundred bucks more. But, 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 it's a, but Eagle Rearer. I mean, it's a nice ribbon. <laughs> yeah. But, it's a, but, but, but those Eagle Rearers, I mean, the, again, a, a 30, $35 bottle. Phenomenal bourbon. Some of them are really good, but but we we'll see these Abelauer. Same thing. Some of them are just phenomenal. Unfortunately, uh, before the end of the year, they raised the price. Um, I think they they're, they're selling for about 115 bucks a bottle or so now. Uh, the, the the price rise from from about 90 to 115 in one posting. Michigan is a high tax state. It's a pain in the ass. But um, but I I'm down to about 20 25. Maybe maybe thirty. I'm not quite. Sure. I, I don't really count them, but I do have a shelf of uh, of the Aberlour, and I did I did pick up a couple on the um, list. It is a man. If you're looking for for most people, if you don't, most people talk about the you know McCollin is the 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 the, 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 the high. This is a Highland. It's a space side. Again, you have to go back and see the difference because we don't have that much time. But this, it's actually a space side, which all space sides are Highlands. Um, right down the street from uh, right, right right down the stream from 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 McCollin. and McCollin is solid, but McCollin is a marketing machine. They advertise like crazy, and they their their whiskeys are always priced a little higher than the Glen Farquhar's or the again Glen Farquhar's one hundred five again another cherry bomb, phenomenal. But the Abelauer, you you pick up a bottle and you're disappointed. Let me know. I'll 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 give you something else. You know. Yeah, that one is it's a tippy top. And then Spice Tree from Compass Box, which was very interesting and actually reminds me of which I don't I didn't write it in. You're going to have to tell me what we did on episode 15 again cuz I didn't write it in. Episode 15. The one we haven't released yet. We're recording 16 and we did 15. You're, you're expecting me to remember this crap? It was just I mean, like fucking this, three hours ago. This is an even-numbered episode. How many, how many, how many glasses of whiskey are we pretty, We're pretty deep in. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I should have wrote that shit down. <laughs> anyway, very I mean, spicy. Yeah, well, 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 Compass Box, again, Compass Box is not a distiller. Compass Box is a blender. But Glazer is the... Is, is the he, and again, he does go, he's not a master distiller. He calls himself, I think, a whiskey maker. But he's taking he's taking some really solid bottles of uh, barrels of whiskey and he's blending them together. Spice Tree is the one we talked about. It's it's um, and it's 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 not a rye, but but there's a spiciness to to, to the front of it. I can't I, I can't remember. That's not in Michigan, is it? Spice Tree, sure. Yeah, yeah you, can get, you can get Compass Box. In, uh, you can get Spice Tree in Michigan. I just went to order it yesterday, and I ended up getting Oak. Uh Oh, 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 cross. Oh, cross. You, 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 you can get spice tree too. 
Um, I, uh, I, I, I still see it on the shelves. It, it's still it's still around. Um, it's it's not the original. It's 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 not the the, the first incarnation, but but it, but it's here. Um, and um, yeah, it's, you still have it. I, I've got a couple about. If you if you need some, I'll I'll, I'll trade you some. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, hedonism's but, my favorite. Hedonism, I haven't tried yet, but it's uh, but but I but, but again, what, what Glazer's doing. He's doing. He, he's he's putting whiskeys together. Um, um, he's he's putting them in different wood. He's putting them in different barrels. He's changing the uh, the um, um, the profile. And of course, the, the first spice tree. What he did is he put he put staves of French oak in, into the barrel. Well, the Scottish Whiskey Association busted his chops for that because you're, you're not supposed to call it single malt if you do that. It's what Maker's Mark does for their Maker's Forty Six. But it's uh, but that, that's America. So what he ended up doing so that, and um, is for his second release. He didn't put the staves in it, but he took his ex-bourbon barrel and he put a French oak top on it. So basically he did the same thing. And, and again, he's, he's playing with it. He's experimenting with it. But he's completely open about doing uh, what he's doing. And again, I love it. I mean, we, we talked about High West. I mean, we, we've done High West a couple of times. They're doing this, a similar kind of thing. So, you know, the Scotch Whiskey Association doesn't want him to put the age on it, but, but he's... He's 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 for disclosure. If you email him uh, privately, he'll tell you what the ages of it is. He'll tell he puts on the website what barrels he did, what what uh, what it is. It's like, come on, you guys going to go home and do what he does at home? I mean, it's like it, it's ridiculous. He's being completely transparent. But the, I understand the the, the 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 whiskey association's concerns because, of course, when they you know when Cardew did that, which is a Diageo um, a di- di- Diageo company, who's that? Car- Cardew. Um, who's what, Diageo? <laughs> yeah, when, when, when they released it, what would they call it? The Asio Select, and they, you know, and they put the cheaper whiskey in there, and they they, they tried to pass it off at a higher price point. The, the Asio, they have I'm, some, they I'm have s- some, they have some great whiskeys, but their marketing practices stink. I'm surprised you don't. Uh, Hedonism's had two versions, and that's his, actually his most famous one. I, I understand, and but I mean, I, that's I, actually the one that they give him the I most hoot about. But he's actually puts more into doing that. Then I think any single malt maker <laughs> doesn't any of their products. Yeah. And he is 100% transparent. The guy's a, a machine. Yeah, except that the Malt Whiskey Association is busting his chops and they, they won't let him tell. No two barrels are alike. There's, they're similar. I mean, you can get one from one region of this country and one from another region of the mm-hmm. country. Completely different flavor profiles, right. but that's with any dram. But 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 what's killing you? And of course, he's got he does have a bit of a campaign. Um, uh, Glazer is actually an American, but he 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 he, he, he um, so you know, maybe he's got a little bit of maybe that's part of it too. But he's but the, the the whiskey association is busting his chops because the rules are to are, are to prevent fraud. And here's a guy who's trying to be as 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 open and transparent as everybody, he's not. He's he's telling you exactly what he's doing, and they're afraid. And he's breaking the rules. Actually, what he's doing, he can't put it on the bottle. So he so he he, he says that it's um that the uh, that it was what is it? one of them is Brora from the distillery in Brora. Well, you know, again, we I think we talked about that. You know, Brora Brora probably has a thousand people and you know and, and two thousand sheep in it. There's only one active distillery in Brora. That's, that, that's Kleinlish, you know. I mean, he's pretty much telling you where it is. Them sheep he, are getting busy, but, but he can't tell you what that is Kleinlish on it because it breaks the fuck rules. It's it's stupid, you know. Well, then of course we ended up here at Secreto, 
in Ferndale, and we got a big long list. And I hope I say oh, it God, right. We we had that. That was such a fun night. That was I mean, great, Ronnie. That was that was a phenomenal evening. We were we were drinking. God, I, I got the list. Oh. Elijah, Craig, Barrel Proof. Well, that, that, I don't have any of the Japanese though, so you guys will have well, to do that you, from memory. There was yep. And then the is it Mike Mitchers Mitchers Mickers Barrel Strength Rye Barrel Proof and and Ron, Ronnie was busting my chops because he was drinking the barrel. Uh, I mean, barrel strength you know, rye. it's what I do. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I like yeah. the toasted barrel myself there. But you know, <laughs> Mickers ten and twenty as well. Yeah. Uh, well, the twenty I haven't had that much. That's an expensive bottle, but it's uh, it's 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 a good bottle. But it's uh, it's that, that'll set you back a couple bucks. But you know, want to try a real expensive bottle? <laughs> You're gonna kill. Me. Really, really, no. really we don't have any sponsors yet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a guy at the bar he's buying right now. He's got a credit card up there. I think we should crack open that 1989 Suntory Royale, which is based like very similar to the Compass Box. It's a blend, but it's a very special blend. They brought it here in '89. There's hundreds and hundreds. My daughter and hundreds was, and hundreds was born in '89. I graduated in '89. Um, there's tons of variations of it. Queen's version, King's version, tons of versions of it. So what I think I'm going to go do is pour a couple drams. Oh, well, actually, we only well, got one drinker, well, so I'll, well, I can still pour a couple. I can drink one. <laughs> Jeremy is one of the... I'm not working today, folks. Yeah. Legal. I'm not a bartender. I'm not working. Jeremy uh, is, has become one of... is probably one of the most knowledgeable, non-drinking whiskey <laughs> people in Southeast Michigan. And, and I, I, Hanging I, out with I, you I guys. I had a little, yeah. bit, of, uh, a a little, bit, little bit of help with it in that, but he... Coffee's a great pairing. Would you like Lavazza? I would love coffee, yeah. You like lattes, espressos? What I like, like everything. I prefer like French press and and like well, pour overs, but you'll try one of our coffees. I lo- I'll try anything. Lavazza's I love coffee. I, 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 I didn't. I, I forgot to let you stick yeah, your nose in that one. Sniff this you you, you one, can so. still catch it. I mean, that that's what, what are you catching there? I mean, you, 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 there's, there's probably still one. This is very sweet in comparison. That's to, double chocolate. <laughs> you know that, that that one's a double chocolate. This it's, is probably the sweetest. I don't know, maybe not. It is. It, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it almost smells like uh, uh, caramel sugar, or I don't know. It's like almost to me. To me it, 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 it's very aptly named double chocolate. I'm getting I'm getting semi sweet chocolate when I yeah. drink this. I mean, it's phenomenal. And of course, I ha- tend to like semi sweet chocolate. But this again, this is um, this is Tennessee whiskey, not bourbon. Can't be called bourbon. Uh, uh, well, that, 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 that's not true. If if, if it if it met the rules, it could. I mean, bourbon does not have to be. A, uh, it can't be. It can't be called a Kentucky straight bourbon because it's 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 made in down Tennessee. But bourbons do not have to be. Um, 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 it's a, it's a misnomer that bourbon has to be Kentucky. It just has to be American. So, well, I hope I say this one right because I remember you mentioning it, and I'm like, <laughs> shit, I didn't go back and listen to it to see how to say. But I'm just gonna throw it out there, Glenn Morangi. Yeah, pretty close. Fuck. <laughs> Glenn Morangy. Morangy. Damn. Morangy. Only word in the English only word in the English language that I've ever come across that rhymes with orange, you know, the, the orange. The, the, the old the old uh the old uh, uh truism that there's nothing in English that rhymes with orange. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> La Santa. So and then the was it Balvini? Fourteen year Caribbean cast? Yeah, you know, Ronnie's saying Balvini. I think it's Balvini. Balvenie? Um, now, okay. he's he's a pretty. I mean, he's 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 saying it a little different now. Of course, Ronnie lived in England. I still think I'm still going to stick with Balvenny. Um That's what I've heard more often. It's, it's kind of like um, kind of like a slur slurred e, but uh, on the Balvenny, oh, that that's that's probably what um, 
That's probably what time he was drinking, the, the Caribbean yeah. cask. Yeah, he, and of course, that, that, that one is interesting. I think, oh, God, going from memory here. It was in a rum barrel, right? I, I was just going to say that. I think. It was I, a, think. I think it was a 14-year in a rum cask. So, so now you got a, you got a single malt whiskey, bar, all barley, but finished in a rum cask. Um, Phenomenal dram. I didn't drink it that night, um, but um, uh, oh no, I probably did. I, I probably I probably saw a, a drink or two out of uh, out of Tommy. I mean, Tom, Tommy's almost a brother, so, so you know, so, so so we swap once in a while. Brother from another mother. You know, that's but, all. Yeah, right, but it's uh, but yeah, he was that without again. It's whiskey. There, there is a huge range of whiskey, and what it's funny because what 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 I've pulled out here, and again, guys, I never. I, 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 I was surprised we got past one episode. I really never planned on 16. <laughs> but but it's, uh, what, what I've tried to do is when, when I started doing this, I just started, well, let's, let's pull things that are different bottles. Because the question I get a lot is, yeah, Jeff, you know whiskey. What, 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 what's your favorite whiskey? I can't answer that question. I had a lot of whiskey in this I world. I mean, I, I just, I don't, what's the favorite? I mean, I've got some that I really like. What do you feel like? What, what's, what's the mood? Oh, what shit. It, what Here comes got? Ronnie. Oh, God. He's Let me hurry up and finish. So <laughs> then we did uh, the episode we just recorded, oh, episode 15. We're, we're at the end already? I remember, okay. I remember now, a Midwinter's Night Dram. Oh, Midwinter's Oh, shit. There that, we go. That, 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 and that's, that's high, a High West. That's High West. High West. That, 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 that's, right. that's a Utah distillery. Now, now, now Utah, uh, High West is actually a distillery, but I don't. Well, he, now, now I got Ronnie sitting next to me, and he's gonna bust my chops if I'm wrong. But it's but it's a high high west is a distillery. Um, they 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 distill some some neutral spirits, which are, which are probably pretty interesting because they they tend to they like oak. They have an oak neutral spirit, uh, which I which is supposed to be really phenomenal. And they they're are, all inbred, just like Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the the restaurant is supposed to be phenomenal, but the high west the the mid the, the mid winter's night dram. Is not does not have any of their own whiskey in it. They're 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 taking the whiskey from from MGP. It's it's a it's a marriage of MGP, uh, which is what multi grain products, the old the old Seacrim factory, and um, and a sixteen which is a, a six year and a sixteen year old from the Barton Distillery in Kentucky. They're blending it together and then they're putting it in a port finish. They they label them. They're they they label each bottle. Of course, they're they're being cute with the, the, the Shakespearean reference. So instead of saying what what batch number it is, it's it's uh, act. Uh, it's it's um, scene a, act and scene. Well, we were seen and act. They're, they're, they're saying the year and the and the scene. And I think what we had was four two. Yeah, four two. Um, um, boy, you're. you're I say these are these even number episodes are a lot <laughs> harder than the odd When you were here, you had three one. Did, did I, I don't think I had the, the, the Midwinter's Night yes, Dream Grandma. Did. Had, I did? You okay. Yippee Kai. You guys had Hakashu. Oh, you okay. Coffee Grain. Yeah, there's a bunch of whiskey well, drank after I left because okay. I was sick as a dog last time. That, I couldn't even smoke well, that, a cigar. That, 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 that's Secreto's. Uh, you know, when, when we did that stuff with Secreto, first off, it was it was Tommy Desmond. It was Tom Otterman, which are some of the best real estate guys around here. They're some of my favorite partners. They're smart guys. They're, they're guys that are great to be, do business with. And then Ronnie comes out here, and he starts pouring stuff for us. And it's... Man, well, like I say, I think I, it's a shame that you haven't had the best compass box yet. Oh, he's got hedonism here. Oh my god! You know, so, careful, Ronnie. I fall in love real easy. Well, <laughs> let, let me get my cherry flavored chapstick. Yeah, don't break so Jeff's I heart, want you Ronnie. To try that Holy. before we hit the world of Japanese. Holy crap! That's the best of the oh. best. They don't make a better one, and he—that's what he calls his favorite. So, 
Mm. And Blazer calls this is no matter oh, man, this is this is this his nose is com- it's delicate, it's complex, it's oh man, it's a uh, yeah. My sniffing. We both have the nose that knows. Uh, Ronnie gave me one of my favorite cigars of all this time. This is pretty phenomenal. Hoya de Nicaragua. This, which this, sniffing this, anything this after this is going to be tough. Um, well, go, go go ahead and stick your nose in that one. But it's um yeah, this is much more delicate. Of course, very I, delicate. I, I'm, I'm wow. drinking chocolate. I'm drinking rye. But my, this is. The, the difference, you know, malts, when, when, when you get the malts, and especially, you know, Ronnie is a Japanese expert, but it's, um, they're, mm. American whiskeys are good, bourbons and ryes, but they're American. They're in, they're in your face. They're, America. The, you know, it's, I mean, they're, they're, they're <laughs> wonderful. Malts have layers that, that, that have extra layers that are not there, and That's the Japanese amazing. whiskeys, I mean, basically, they they can do almost they can do almost anything that anybody else in the world does and and, and do it almost Scot- as well. They went, <laughs> you know? they, they went to Scotland to learn. So what I did here is something that you don't like. I actually put a little chip in this one because this dram has to be open. This is actually Suntory Royale as a blend. Oh, it okay. was made for Mister Suntory himself. Okay, and what they did was they put this on the back bar of all the upper echelon. Nightclubs, bars, per se, restaurants, and they put a tag on the bottle. This is the bottle right here. This is the original. This was introduced in 1989 here in the States, and they use it from a flight from San Francisco to Japan and back, and they'd use that bottle and the Hibiki no-age statement. So those were introduced here in Michigan in 89. They came out sooner in California. Um, You can see the bottle is very beautiful. They actually came out with some new modern one. It's not the same blend. Um, I, mean, I, 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 I didn't bring my glasses here, guys. This is uh, the first time that I, I actually didn't bring my glasses, and I actually, I actually did that intro from memory. I mean, I, I, talk, talk about Jeremy's kind of created a, a monster here. I, I, I say, oh, crap, I didn't do my intro, but it's probably a little different than I usually do. But I, I think I got pretty close. Like but a twenty-seven-year-old what, bottle there. What, what's the um, what, what's the proof on it? I'm, I'm, I believe eighty-six. Eighty-six, which is good because to, to me. To me, you know, I don't know what it is, but I'm almost always disappointed if they if they if they go down to a forty percent. So um, this is a dram that needs to be opened. Okay. And so what I did is I put a little chip in there for you because okay. I want you to enjoy the taste. I know you love to nose. I know you love to kiss. Oh, this is. But I want you to. Oh my God. This is a blend that I think is. <laughs> oh, there's 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 pear. There's I mean this is this is delicate. There's. This is light fruits. A lot of times, when when, when you're drinking the the, the sherry malt, you get the the candied fruits and everything. This Smell is any orchid. Yeah, I mean it's 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 it's, it's pears. It's, so you it's, pear. it's apples. It's, yep. it's flowers. It's um. It's all I mean, the above. This is um. Yeah. This is, so he's got under their belt. <laughs> they've got. Uh, it's like Ichiros, like a, like a hibiscus cheetos. flowers. Yeah, you so know, you've <laughs> got Ichiro. You got cheetahs. You've got uh, hibiki. You've got hakashu. You've got Oh, this this uh, is Yamazaki. This is phenomenal. There's this is this is this this is unique. There's nothing. I mean, the the closest stuff you're going to get in in Scotland is probably like a, an old Glenlivet or uh, maybe a Glen uh, a Glenfiddich. But this is this is so much more delicate and has I mean, so I've many got more. Twenty five year Glenlivet up there. If you oh want to God, taste some of that. <laughs> Jeremy, we we you, you got you got to find me some more deals. <laughs> I mean, let's say it's only money, guys. All we got to do is sell much. So, so, oh, so, no, so, we, so we had we had a guy buy this round at the bar. Really? Real, wow. real nice guy. Wow, <laughs> wow, phenomenal. But it's my um, new best friend. I mean, this is. Um, um, yeah, this. The, you know, you this, can't give away free liquor. It's against the law. We don't break laws here. No. 
and, and, and I, I almost never do it either. This is phenomenal. But Jimmy, new friends, always enjoying yeah, great grants. Oh, yeah. Jeremy, this, Let me give this, a little sniffy. This, sniffy. this is this is this is going. I I suspect there's more flowers well, in here. Than you're ever I'm, have. I'm pretty blown out right now. Well, he's smoking the Antonio <laughs> yeah. by Hoya de Nicaragua. And this, this is a man cigar. This is a man cigar. That cigar is one of the cigars that got me started smoking with a passion. Oh, it's one is, of my favorite of all times. This, this man. is a, I, I second that. Yeah. That's one of the most underrated cigars that they've done. So affordable, too. It's crazy how good of a cigar they, you can they get. They actually so make that in like a gazillion size, literally like 20 some odd so, sizes. Yeah. You say affordable. What, 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 what's the stick cost? Well, I can't remember. Bucks. Like, yeah, those it, are nothing. Really? You're talking like five, five, ten bucks. Yep. Yeah. Five, five, ten, five yeah. bucks. Five, five bucks. Really? Yeah. For, for a decent, well, these are small. So these are the small rings that I get. So these right here, um, you might spend ten bucks for something yeah, bigger. So we just smoked the same size cigars. This is four and three quarters by forty two. We just smoked a four by forty two. It's a Corona or uh, what size? Manzanitas. You know what? They, they're 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 hybrid size. Everybody calls them something different. This yeah. is like what a half Corona. But at half the end corona. of the day. Yeah, you know, to me, it, it's. I love this size because there's no fillers. It's just straight Lajero and wrapper, man. Yeah, you get it's a ton really of, ton good. Of, ton of flavor. And 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 what they're, they're they're actually teaching me a little bit about cigars, and I I do know indeed that the that the good tobacco is on the outside, not the inside, guys. You know, so if you're, you're not used to, to smoking, Lavazza, Sagafredos, and Ely's, and I lived in London for a few years in Spain, so those were the three biggest coffee. Uh, companies out there so why don't you take a sip of that one there and i will uh, what, so, what you think so this one too if you're going to smoke one of these uh hoya de nicaraguas uh and you haven't don't smoke a lot maybe eat something first would be my recommendation let Most me get a little definitely. sip of this they actually just came out with a few new blends uh, they have a barber pole that's fantastic as well i've actually medium. shared this cigar with people you know you got to be careful they've done some medium body full flavor stuff recently we're bringing in a couple of new lines that they offer but um, coffee's my favorite pairing actually with cigars that's what I start my mornings off with what I do is a tablespoon of condensed milk and some really good coffee and uh, by 2 o'clock I'm on my third stick that's pretty good <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's, I remember the days back in the day that's excellent so I'm having a good time we 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 need uh we need to get to a a, a little more business on this uh, yeah well I want to go I mean, over some things uh, I thought we could maybe do better. Haven't gone back and listening to everything <laughs> well, that, again. That, that, that's easy. You get time. You, you, you want to keep the same theme with uh, whiskey and uh, and, um, and and real estate. You get Tommy Desmond to do it. You know, I mean, that's, well, that, that's the easy part. Um, and maybe we're doing it on this podcast, but fuck it. There were a few times <laughs> we maybe talked a little bit too much about whiskey and not enough about real estate. I oh, well. This shit's going to get thrown at me. And I said, but only sometimes. There was three episodes in particular. You're, it happens, you, you, you know. You, you got the timer, man. I did. You know? <laughs> now we do the timer, but I don't. I don't know if it was a problem for anybody else or just a problem for well, us. You know, especially at the beginning of the season here. I mean, this this is so foreign for me to do this. Um, but for, you know, when I started doing it, I mean, I I'm, I'm still a little nervous about that, that 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 last episode that I did. I mean, if you guys listen to it, that was that was a that was a. I, I shared a little bit about me than I, I probably intended to share, um, so it, it got a little wrenching for me at, at a couple points. But it's, um, um, but this is so foreign for me to speak into a, a microphone. I mean, you got a guy that that has multiple speech uh, deficiencies and stutters, and I'm fucking doing a podcast. This is bizarre. But there, are, the, the the problem is that when I started doing it, especially at the early part of it, I can't. 
Part of the problem with it is I can't really gauge how fast I'm talking, and I talk too fast most of the time, um, I, especially when I'm not pronouncing things well. I, I have a hard time gauging how loud I'm speaking, especially when I'm doing multiple things and I, I'm, I'm talking over people. Um, and um, I relied on you on the timing. So I'm, I'm, if we went long, I'm, I'm putting that on you, man. Just a few times. <laughs> Jeremy, I'll be honest with you. I had a ton of friends of mine who could give a rat's ass about real estate and loved podcast didn't care about the whiskey and the cigars and we're like wow man that was pretty interesting well cool and yeah. they were both tommies they were characters in different ways one was very you know humble quiet meek my tommy was wild gun but <laughs> they loved what they heard a lot of them were very interested in the real estate aspect of it and they said, you know, you should have shut your mouth a little bit more, Ronnie. I would have liked oh, to it, 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 it was so much fun. I mean, you, you were talking and pouring, but, uh, man. We're never going to shut you down. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, you know, I'm actually quite interested in the real estate aspect of it. You know, I, I, I love this podcast. Yeah. Well, thank you. I actually <laughs> well, I, went back and listened to a few of your other ones. Right? Oh, well, I'll be damned. Well, I got more I, in a few. I'm, yeah. I'm, be I'm, careful. I saw. Uh, how, how, bad did I, <laughs> how bad did I screw up on the whiskey stuff? I don't, I don't have notes you on You did great. And the hard part, when we came out, here part of part of my part of my concern was that i'm doing this from memory i don't have any notes in front of me at all especially on the even ones i've been i've been drinking a, a bit for there i'm doing it from memory and i'm really i'm i'm learning whiskey this i'm, I'm when I'm, I'm talking to a guy who knows whiskey i make mistakes man i make a lot of mistakes we all make mistakes i mean jeremy actually sucked that day because he had a cold he couldn't smoke oh it was terrible so, you know he, he was no fun but the whole show, I mean, and I, and I hate to say it, going back to other shows, I listened to a couple of the other podcasts, not by choice, that actually goes through the next one and before and afters. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were all so differently unique. Oh, cool. I, and I had never listened to a <laughs> podcast before that wasn't music, actually. And uh, I was shocked. Well, and then I said, you know, this is kind of weird. Cigars, whiskey. It was... Real estate. It was never supposed to happen. It was actually. It was a joke, man. It was. I, I threw it out as a joke. It wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> I, I love listening to it. I love listening. To it. Well, I, I got it. Were great. You were great. <laughs> I, well, I think um, there was a few episodes too. We we did get. We like tangents. Yeah, but we did I, get off a few times. I'm, and, I like I say I'm doing it's a it, hazard. I'm mostly know? doing it without notes, and of course the other part of it is that even when I have notes, I fully expect that you're going to knock knock me off now. And again, that that's the hardest part for me because I mean, as as I shared in the last one, if I ever did any speaking, if anybody ever dragged me to do any speaking at all, man, I had it memorized. It was it was rote. Nobody was going to knock me off my thing. And here I'm doing this to now, and it's funny because you know I, I mentioned Greg and the Greg Greg Clement in the last. Last one that that um, that he was uh, kind of my uh, inspiration for a guy who had speech impediments and did a podcast anyways. His his part of his advice to me, and I and I I hate to call him out and disagree with him, but he said, you know, you, you practice it, you do it over and over and over again. To me, that wasn't the victory. For me, I know I can do that. I know I can I can put something together and memorize the damn thing. And then it looks like I'm reading it from the back of my eyelids. For me, the victory is to do something, modify it, be thrown off track, and not spend 15 hours preparing for a 20-minute thing. Yeah. And this is something, frankly, I and mean, thank you guys for having – for showing enough interest in this and everything. I, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with this. But, it's, uh, but I can now – Talk in the microphone and do it unprepared and do it from 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 memory and 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 wing it. 
And yeah, I wrote this one. I didn't know it was happening, man. I'm I'm not. I'm not. I mean. First off, you, 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 if you would have asked me a year ago, I would have told you were crazy that I would even do it. But I have not piddled down my leg once on any one of these podcasts. You know, I mean, this, this would have been terrifying. Actually, what, what I'm doing now, I, I couldn't have done this for in the first couple episodes. Except for the, the, the first, first couple were easy because Tommy Desmond was, was sitting there next to me. And all I had to do is sit and let him talk for a while. But, but, it's, but, but this is... Thank you. I mean, and, and those of you who've reached out and and have encouraged me, I appreciate it. I, I actually haven't seen anywhere near as many of the comments as Jeremy does because I don't see that. Jeremy, I they, pick they some of the best Jeremy ones on the share. He, he, yeah. he keeps. I don't see them, yeah. but it's but enough of you have reached out and said you appreciated it. That um, episode sixteen. I mean, again, I mean, we're going to take a break here a little for for a while, but um, before you do that, I'd like to offer up the house to do a, a whiskey tasting in the back. Wow. And uh, I like to do a whiskey tasting. After that, I like to bring in some guys that really want to learn about real estate, people who are into real estate, and I like to do some Q&As and maybe set up a little real estate event back there. What, what do you guys think? Do you, yeah. do you guys want to want, want to do a renegade meeting at, at, at Secretos? I think we should. Well, I, I mean, yeah. it, holy crap. I mean, let, let's, let, let's, let's fill the room with some real estate guys. I think there's a decision maker here who can decide where to hold a Renegade Detroit investor meeting. Yeah, well, mm. well maybe, maybe we reach out to Tom Otterman and uh, invite, uh, invite some of his guys out there, too, because he's got some real movers. What if we do a Renegade Metro Detroit real estate mashup? There you go. Boom. There you go. Let, let, let's fill the room with some guys we'll that know real estate and some guys that uh, appreciate um, cigars and whiskey. And I'm in. <laughs> I, just, I just so happen to get seven cases of scotch <laughs> if that's not enough well there was also and this was all my fault there was three times i posted late and it was when i was sicker than a dog yeah it, it's i mean you, you just I, you're just not a really you're not that reliable man i uh, <laughs> i think uh i think in 2017 i need to get like a va or something yeah. i need some sort of redundancy so when i go down like we're not posting lakes it was only i think it was only one day late on two of them and two days late on one of them which okay. I felt pretty fucking yeah. bad about. Yeah, and of course you you were teaching me that the the idea to get you know, and of course it, it, this is really funny. I mean, he's kind of created me. He's kind of made me think like a, a bit like a radio producer. Yeah, here. you need to post on time, man. But that's yeah, what he it, always told it's me. A big deal. You post on time. I'm going. Jeremy, what the hell is it, man? Yeah, you know, it's not, <laughs> a, it's it, not it, a good it, thing. It, yeah. It's time for me to coordinate with my bigger pockets blog and and post the damn recession. I don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. And, right? and we're late. At, we're we're going to be late here. But you know, on the on, on episode 15 was late. But that's because of the holidays. We just got screwed up a little bit with the holidays. Yeah. Um, and again, I I never I never expected we were going to have an episode 15 or 16, guys. This this surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh wait a minute, Renegades. Yeah. Someone came in here two days ago and said something about the Renegades and. I had no idea what he's talking That's about. That, 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 I got that, about a thousand weekly listeners now, and yeah, and a bunch of guys come in here just the other day and asked to tell me you were that, part of the Renegades, and I said uh, yes. I yeah, thought it was a bike gang. No, yeah, yeah, well, you're here with Todd Shun, Tommy O'Neill, and they're yeah. two. Yeah, they. Oh, cool. Yeah, a- excellent. I had too much work. I was going to come, but I was just I didn't oh. I didn't get it all that, done. That that, yeah. that, 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 that That's Jeremy's group. Yeah, and, 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 oh, and we're definitely doing that. And and, and, and yeah. Tom Otterman, who was here for that for that that group here, he has another group. There's some overlap in it. I, I, I attend both of them, but Tom's got a different group, and his, his he's he's usually a little farther north, the, the the northern Oakland County. But some of those guys will come down. 
Um, yeah, well, I mean, and uh, I have booze. I have cigars. <laughs> I have two pieces of real estate that I own, <laughs> and uh, I'm willing to be a sponge. Yeah, there okay. you go. Well, you know, there, there's some. Um, I'll supply the booze and the stogies. You guys bring the crew. I um I, I you guys listening, let us know you want to do it because yep. uh, if if you'll show up, we'll make it happen. <laughs> and finally, Jeff's uh, stutter was a little rough in the first few episodes, no, a but rough. I think if you listen. Compared the first episode to this episode, it has improved significantly. So, I want to throw that out there. And we'll just get into some things we did well. Location podcast. And this is all on Jeff because I tend to just do the same thing over and over. When you work 80, 90 hours a week, you like things that are easy and repetitive. I get bored. And he did not <laughs> like that. So, we did multiple. We'll see, we did it at, at the Tom's Place. What is it called? The Wildberry Farm? Wild, wild, yeah, wild, yep. wild, Wildberry Farm. That, that was a blast the, the, to do this with a bonfire behind us and everything. And that then, was how, really how fun. cool. Horse, horses and, and, and ducks and kids and bar, bonfire. That, that was a blast. And that was, that was a challenge for me, guys. Because, again, this, I mean, it's hard enough for me to do this, but with all the, all the stuff going around, I mean. That was crazy. There's that, kids that, running that, around. That, that was crazy. I, yeah, like 50 people. Uh, again, you know, Mark, Mark. Mark, Mark, Mark and Tommy were there, which helped. But that was, um, it was, again, I'm, you guys are, I'm doing it. You know, what the hell? <laughs> and people really like the guests, too. So I think we did that really well. Having guests on well, seems to go really well. Get Tommy yeah. Desmond and Tom Arterman sitting next to you. I mean, I know a little bit. Those guys, those those guys know what they're doing. <laughs> you know. And I just said it was a bad thing, but I think most of the time it's a good thing because if you go back and listen, I think something we did really well is all the little tangents and meandering. Little we, for the most part, there was a few we didn't. That's that. We that's tied it back on. together. I mean, I, I mean, you, you came you, back around and it tied. You asked back me together, to do this. So. That's who. That's who I am. You know. <laughs> and frankly, I think it was just fucking funny. There were several of them that you go back. They were just hilarious i think so we, we're a good mix of humor in here <laughs> as well and i got multiple comments uh about i never would have thought whiskey and real estate but it's amazing i never would have thought it was, it was it, they it, love it it was a joke it, it was, i threw it out as a joke <laughs> they absolutely love it so many people dig whiskey and bourbon and scotch and all that Jimmy, you do other podcasts because I listen to one that wasn't. Oh yeah, he he does a ton of them. I I got quite a few. Yeah, Yeah, he got got well, and 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 that's part of how this happened. I mean, we we were talking, and Jeremy and I have known each other for a while now, and we've got we've got some some interesting history, uh, and we still talk to each other. (laughs) But it's uh, but he's um, he's got a whole variety of guys that have. that have that have different styles and 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 different types of podcasts, and of course he 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 has his monthly meeting that he records now, and I say this was kind of we were talking about how ideas and everything, and it was probably a late night thing because Jeremy sometimes tends to be a late night guy, and I tend to be a late night guy, and and we're just throwing it out, and and I honestly I. I talk about well, we can do. You know, I know a little bit about whiskey. We can talk about real, whiskey and real estate. And I was kidding. And here we are. You yeah. know, <laughs> don't kid with me. I might take you seriously you know? and do it. And it turned out to be the second most popular show in my lineup. So almost first, almost caught me there at the end. Yeah, we'll man, see I, if uh, episode fifteen and sixteen catches me there at the end. <laughs> so and um, so the top three podcasts. You might be interested. So. I didn't just take what had the most listens, right? Because that would not be fair. But I divided the listens by the number of days it was available to make it fair. And I don't see any of this stuff. This is all Jeremy. You're not, 
you're not going to be too surprised. The number one episode was episode 11 with Compass Box and was part one of I Burned My House to the Ground. Well, that's, that's a good story. That's I mean, a damn good story. Right? How, how, how many people actually torture their houses legally and, yeah. and, get, and get a tax credit for it, yeah. man? You know, that was... I, 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 Where do I do that? That's I, episode I, 11. You can go listen to how Jeff put it together, right? Story time with Jeff. <laughs> episode 11, Compass Box. It's actually two parts. Part one and part two. Uh, part one was the most popular. The second most listened to episode, which I think you probably guessed, was episode one with Highland Park and well, Tommy Desmond. But it's right? Tommy Desmond. I mean, yeah. He pulled I, some numbers for I, us. I, I listen to Tommy yeah. Desmond, man. You, know, you, say you, you talk about how you want to make this thing, uh, you know, this podcast better. Get Tommy to do it instead of me. I mean, that, that's easy. <laughs> I'm confused with the two Tommies. Which one's from New York? D- d- that, that, that's Tommy Desmond. Yeah. Uh, the, the, well, he's from New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. He, 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 he's a yeah. phenomenal guy. Uh, yeah, the, uh, he's done tons of stuff. Tommy Desmond's from New Jersey, and Tommy O'Neill's from Louisiana. Gotcha. Yeah, and Tom yeah. Otterman is from right around here. Yep, <laughs> right here in Michigan. But, but all good. They, they all they're all active real estate guys. All do completely different things. Um, they're all pretty good at what they do. Um, Tom, D- D- Tom, Tommy Desmond has done. He's just done a familiar, a, a, a ton of things in his career. He's been a radio. He, he's he's done a recording. He's been a recording guy. I mean, he's just got a, a lot of his experience. I mean, kind of like. I mean, we didn't talk about this, but I've been an auto worker. I've been a post off uh, a, a postal worker. I've been a pharmacist. I've been a nuclear pharmacist. Um, now I'm a real estate guy. You know, so but Tommy, his his experience is vast, and he's. I don't know that he's an expert in everything, but he's pretty damn close in a lot of it. Yeah. You know, and, he, and, and, and on top of that, he's high integrity. He's honest. He does what he says he's going to do. Man, he works hard too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, you, if you need a realtor around around the Royal Oak area, man, he's um, you couldn't do better than him. You you want to go a little farther north, Commerce and everything. Tom Otterman knows knows that that, that area like cold, and they. They're gonna they're gonna be straight with you. I mean they 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 don't lie. They're honest with their people. They they're damn good at what they do, and and they do it honestly with high integrity. And you know not 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 everybody in real estate's a slime ball. You know I mean. Uh, and the number three most listened to episode of Storytime with Jeff was episode six with Arbeg Ugadol, Cash really? for Keys. Yep. <laughs> oh. And that was at Mark Tome's oh. place at Wildberry Farm. Yep. Well, well, just it's probably some of it's probably the title. I mean, that that's kind of a controversial thing, but that that was a pretty why. fun story yeah. too. But I don't know. Um, yeah, so the last one that was a location shoot, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was really interesting doing it out there, and and it's it's funny, you know. Of course, when when I did that out there, yeah, obviously. I, I knew who Mark was, and I was very in, interested in in, um, in what he was doing and everything. He's now a partner of mine. Uh, you know, we we, we I, I've um, um I've, I've funded a deal for him, and that's it, not what I'm looking for to do. I mean, that, 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 that that's not really what I'm doing this for. I'm not. I've got a lot of people in there, but Mark, I'm I'm thrilled to say that Mark Tomes is now a partner of mine, and how how cool. Talk about another guy with high integrity. He's just starting out. Mark Holmes is going to be a dynamite. He is. <laughs> and now I thought I would read some of what I thought were the best comments of season one of Storytime with Jeff. No, tell me the bad ones, Yep. Man. No, no. <laughs> we, we didn't get any bad ones. So Yeah, right. No, not one. Not one. All right. So this one is from Marvin Rice, who I think is your super fan, Jeff. 
I love all the new additional content. Storytime with Jeff has become my favorite segment, but I enjoy all of them. Wow. So, thank, thank you, Mama. It's a renegade uh, Marvin Rice. And then I got one here from Jeremy Cronin, a good friend of mine. Uh, I got one of his houses listed right now. And he says, love you pointing out that buying someone lunch is not going to be what gets them to play ball. I've heard buy him lunch so many times. And it always sounds ridiculous. You know, that, 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 it, it, it's, it's a guru thing. And, yeah, I mean, and, 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 it, and it could work for somebody. But, but again, you guys, I'm a late riser, right? I mean, I get up at lunchtime sometimes. I don't have a day job anymore. Uh, uh, so it's, for me, bre- breaking out a lunch uh, appointment it's in the middle of the day, it's a pain in the butt. It's something I've got to be there for. It, it breaks my day up. For me, you know, for a lot of people measure success in money, I don't. To me, success is time freedom. A lunch appointment in the middle of my day when I don't know what's going to be in my email, what, uh, who, who I want to talk to, that's not good. Uh, and, and the other part of it is that you buy me lunch and you want to pick, pick my brain and have me talking. I haven't figured out. I mean, I can, I can smoke and drink and talk at the same time. I can't eat and, and drink at the same time, man. I, I'll choke to death. <laughs> I, 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 I haven't figured out how to do that. It's not a cool thing. And, of course, the other part of it is that the guys that are doing that, um, there are guys that are, that are out there that you can take them to lunch all day long and buy them lunch. But think about it. If you're... Some of these guys, they, the reason they're willing to do it is because they can't afford their own lunch. You really want to, you really want to take advice from somebody who can't afford his own lunch? Probably it's, not a good idea. Now, no. now you come out at night and, and, and take me to Secretos and start buying whiskey. I'll, I'll be there, man. <laughs> well, the next one is from Nick G. Really enjoying this podcast. Hope you keep it going. It's been cool to listen to these last couple episodes on the Hoarder House. <laughs> Since I was able to see it firsthand when you had it, Nick Nick was there. He yep. showed, he came out and looked at it. <laughs> Inspiring stuff. That, also that. learning a lot about whiskey. Bonus. So the whiskey thing is really popular. <laughs> and then we got one from here from Garrett Horton. Okay, yeah, this is phenomenal. And, and a, a lot of these guys that are leaving the comments are also the guys that are leaving comments on my Bigger Pockets blog. Um, I. You know, guys, I know who you are. I mean, yep. this is, it's really cool. And, and especially those of you who left the comments on the, on the fire story, it's still up there. I mean, it's, it's, it's on the tail end of the all time list now. It's, it's, it's almost pretty, uh, a couple more comments and it's the plants, Josh Dorkin <laughs> podcast. Uh, Let's make uh, that happen. We, 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 uh, but it's, um, you know, I, I see you're doing it and I, you know, I appreciate it, man. It's like, yeah, I, it's not something I need, but man, it's cool. I mean, and and yeah, I, I, I you know, those of you who say you you have nothing to offer, you can't help. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You go yeah. post a comment, you can share it. You it can helps. You know, get that it, to the know, top it, of the it, list. It's cool. <laughs> well, Garrett left multiple comments, but I picked what I thought were the best two. And his first one was just finished up episodes eight and nine. Interesting project, Jeff. I enjoy the atypical perspective you bring when you discuss deals. I, yep. I, I am strange. <laughs> and then he said, the, this is also from Garrett Horton, uh, the mix of whiskey and real estate is a great concept, Jeff Rabinowitz. It really makes it an easy and enjoyable listen. So who would have thought whiskey and real estate would have been so good together? But they're digging it, man. They're digging it. <laughs> well, cool. The next one's from Doug Parker. I said, oh, I know who that is. Yeah, this is a great story and a wonderful example of doing well while doing good, oh, or fu- however the, that goes. The, the, the fire story again. Yep. Cool. 
Uh, thanks for sharing here and, and on the and, Renegade and, and, Detroit and Doug, Investors. Doug, Doug, Doug actually introduced him, um, himself to me um, at um, at one, uh, one of uh, Wendy's uh, uh, meetings, and um, really good guy. And he reached out and gave me some really constructive cr- criticism on some of the stuff I'm doing. And Doug, I mean, if you're out there, I, I think I'm going to be selling uh, a rural oak house in the next week or so selling the LLC and yes we looked at your stuff and we're going to set it up and my buyer is going to going to buy the LLC just kind of kind of wants the LLC and the other part of it is that it kind of sticks to tax man a little bit so you know it's, it's a win all the way around good <laughs> well he said uh, finish that up for Doug Parker thanks for sharing here and on the Renegade Detroit Investors Storytime with Jeff podcast the tale only gets better with good whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, come out, man. Doug, Doug, you're you're one of those guys. When we, when we schedule this thing for uh, for Ronnie, Doug, Garrett, um, uh, uh, Marvin, get your butts out here. Let's yeah. let's let's let, let, let's do it. It'll be we're, it'll, we're gonna it'll we're gonna schedule an event and we'll make sure everybody. It'll can be a bus. <laughs> if anybody's interested, national championship game just got interesting. Seventeen fourteen, Bama. Bam. There you go. <laughs> And then we got one here from another super fan, Brandon Raider. What a great story and a great way to give back to your community while also getting something in return. This is a wonderful example of what many of one of many exit strategies that can be utilized with real estate investing. I am shocked there aren't more comments on this post. Cool. I'm here because of hashtag Storytime with Jeff podcast. Thank you. There we go. And Brandon, I, I know yep. I know you were out there, and thank you. I mean, uh, I, I've, had, I've had the pleasure of meeting Brandon also, and. I tell you guys, it, it, it made a difference because again, I I was reluctant to do this. I I'm still reluctant to do it a little bit, but well, he you, guys, you guys made it a little easier. He said, and I can see there are very few held up there into the bargain. <laughs> so he paid attention. He says, okay. "Great work, and please keep the stories coming." Right, and then yeah. our good friend Dave Roberts came in. This was fantastic to listen to. Thanks, guys. And then super fan Marvin Rice, who, by the way, told me he went out and bought a bottle of Abelauer Abuna. Uh, he's pretty happy with it. Good. I mean, he's again, like, it's a hundred fucking dollars, but I can't stop drinking they're it. They're all different. <laughs> Unfortunately, had, had he done it six months ago, it would have been $85. There you but, go. You know, yeah. you know, it's still, it's a solid bottle. I saw that price increase. Yeah. That, that was a huge price increase, wasn't it? Wow. <laughs> but it's. He says, I bought a bottle of this because (laughs) of these podcasts. Thanks. I say it's, it's, they're all different, but it's pretty hard to go wrong. If you're looking for a sherry bomb, Apollaur Abuna is a pretty darn good one. (laughs) And then last but not least, I could have picked significantly more, but I want to keep it a little short. Mike Willems. Not sure how you guys came up with this concept, but I find story time with Jeff very entertaining. (laughs) Always laugh out loud moments. So that's something I think we did really well with the humor. So oh. good job, Jeff. Hey, well, again, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really trying that. It's just you know, I'm I'm wired weird, guys. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just you know, um, especially again, especially the even um, um, numbered episodes. I mean, I'm several drams down, uh, more than several drams down sometimes, <laughs> and you know, um, these are unedited. You get what it, you get, what you get. Yeah, you know. Yeah. They are. It's real, uncut, and one hundred percent authentic. So, and that leads me to my next segment. And uh, what do the listeners want? Right. So we're doing like a little season thing, and no guarantee. Although you know, it depends on what you guys do here. Uh, as you can guess, first of all, Jeff doesn't like too many structured moments with his time. I've been giving this guy every other Saturday night for what 
five and a half months now. God, it's been going on forever. I don't have a day job, guys. This is you know, this is a, it's only four months. It's only four and a half. It, months. it only feels yeah. like a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we decided pretty early on that if this was going to keep going, it was going to have to be in some sort of season format, like a radio show or a TV, where they come on and then there's a break, and then maybe they come back on. So. First of all, I want you guys to share your feedback with us, right? So go ahead and email me or message Jeff or somebody, yeah, right? Send, Let send us it know. to Jeremy. He, he tracks this stuff better than I do. Yeah. What do, you, what do you guys like? What do you guys not like? And uh, if, you re- if you want a second season to come back... You got to let us know, man. You got to let us know. It probably, if it comes back, it probably won't come back for, my guess would be four months at least, right? That sounds good. Yeah. So <laughs> it's also easy for me. I'm doing a lot of podcasts. It's, it's a lot of work. I can, good for like spurts of energy, but I figured out pretty quick, like two and a half months in, yeah, this is not something I can do for a year. It's right? work. I mean, it's a shit ton it, of work. It, it, ta- it takes time. It's, um, I mean, I, you know, I do put, I, I do put some prep into, uh, a, a little bit of prep into, well, actually, sometimes a lot of prep into, yeah. ahead of time. Um, but it's, um, yeah, I try. I try. I try not to keep it scripted because, as I say, to me, I mean, if you if you if you listen to fifteen, that's my demon. My de- you know, to me, the hard part was to do it unscripted. I I can memorize a segment; it'd be boring as hell. I wouldn't listen to it, you know. But um, but this was a challenge of doing this without knowing what's coming. And um, and again, um, but you know, I think you. Even tonight, I mean, here, here we got Ronnie feeding me whiskey and cigars and everything. I don't think I'm stuttering so much tonight, which no. is I'm. You listen get, to the last two episodes, you're gonna be blown it's, away. It's, man. It's, get, it's getting better, it's and and, better. and great, frankly, if you guys weren't be giving this feedback, first off, Jeremy wouldn't have me coming back <laughs> because I, I mean he, he's not gonna waste his time on it. But um, but you again, you I, as I said before, I, I haven't slayed the demons. But they're they're not so terrifying anymore, and and that's largely I, I appreciate it. I mean, I wouldn't be doing this, guys, if you weren't listening. And thank you. <laughs> so email me Jeremy at renegadedetroit.com or send me a Facebook message or a text or something, and let me know what you thought about story time with Jeff. Pros, cons, what you liked, what you didn't like, and most importantly, if you want this to come back, here's what I need you to do. I need you. This is very important, right? Call, call Tommy Desmond. Get right. him to do it. This, this, <laughs> this is a numbers game. This is a numbers game to a certain extent. I enjoy doing this, but I need you to rate and review on iTunes. That's really one of the best ways for us to know you're out there, you're listening, that you like it. It's a little bit of a process. I didn't come up with it, right? Blame iTunes. But uh, it's, it's difficult enough that if you do it, I know you count for a certain number of people. Because in general... Uh, podcast participation, depending on the podcast, is anywhere from 1% to 3%. So if you want this to come back, I need you to go on to iTunes and rate and review and make sure you mention Story Time with Jeff. All right? Otherwise, I have multiple shows on here. I'm not going to know which one you're talking about. So I appreciate any rating, review, and feedback. But for this one, make sure you leave Story Time with Jeff. And on a personal note, it's been real fun, too. So... 
I love location shoots. I think I'm getting hooked on it now. This this has been so fun. It's way and, more fun. And Ronnie's sitting right here. The 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 owner of Secretos. This is this is a great place and. Man, this is fun. I mean, it, God, if, 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 if when, when, when we do this uh, group, you ought to, if, if, if it's possible to set up a set up a camera and some mics and and have people out there, yeah, maybe we do a, a question and answer kind of thing. That you know, I was just going to say, Q and A would be great. You know, you have. I mean, I'll be there. Uh, hopefully, we'll get Tom Otterman out there. Tommy Desmond will be there. Uh, Jeremy will be there. You know, let's. We'll set up some mics. Maybe we do a question and answer thing. That 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 that'd be a blast. That one I'll be there for. Well, you, since you kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit. Oh, really? <laughs> I I might as well uh, just you know get him foaming at the mouth. It is highly likely that there will be the next season will be with Mr. Tommy Desmond. I'm meeting with him tomorrow Excellent. night. Excellent. To talk and uh, light him up, man. Yep. <laughs> so here's what I need you guys to do. If you're friends with Tommy Desmond, I need you to text him, email him, Facebook message him, leave him comments, harass send him, him to it, harass, harass him. him. <laughs> we, we must leave him no room to wiggle out of this. I've been trying to nail him down on a podcast for a long time. You hear him. His Do podcasts it. are very popular. Do it. He's well-smoking, smart, funny as shit, right? Loves location shoots. So... I'm pretty sure we're there. And, and, and Tommy, you, you you owe me some whiskey. So you're you're, buy, you're buying for your time for for your podcast, and I'll be, I'll be there. That was Jeff's stipulation, by the way. If you'd like <laughs> him to show up for a, for a location shoot, and uh, <laughs> that would be really fun. So go ahead and send him messages, and just let him know that. Uh, Get to, get Tom Arterman to come out once in a while too. I mean, he did, he did a great job. He did an excellent Mark, job. Mark Tomes is doing a great job. I already job. reached out to Tom. Good. And he said his one thing is not podcast right now, so I might need your help. Oh, screw it. Yeah, we'll, I know, we'll, man. We'll get him out again. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's playing cat and mouse with me. I don't think I have the right combo. Whatever whatever you did worked. Whatever I did is appear not to work with him. But I, I keep asking. I am very fortunate to have to have had the opportunity to, to have to partner with Tom and and to count him among friends. I mean, as you guys, if you listen to fifteen. Tom Arterman is a large part of the reason that I'm doing this, um, and he probably he probably understands a little bit. Um, I don't think I shared exactly what I shared there with him, and hopefully he listens to it and, and he'll get it because he he does. He he was he was he was an important part of this happening, even though he didn't know it. <laughs> Tom Arterman is my number eight fan of all time, according to to uh, SoundCloud. Well, he's, so. he's one of my number one yeah. fans. You know, I, I, I'm one of his number one fans. I mean, not 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 the other way around. Tom Arterman's a good guy. Yeah, he's listened <laughs> to uh, almost every single podcast. So I don't know if he got to everyone, but he's listened to almost every single one yeah. based upon the number of plays. Because he signed up with his Facebook account, which means <laughs> I get to see it. So SoundCloud gives me much better information than iTunes. iTunes just gives me downloads. That's yeah, I, it. I, I did the SoundCloud. Yeah, uh, and. SoundCloud, you could do so much you can do on there. I get to see so much, so I really appreciate it. Um, and I had really, I had fun. This was a fun season, man. It yeah, was. Again, uh, it started out being terrifying, and it's. I'm, ha- I'm, I'm digging it now, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. thank, thanks. I mean, again, I it's something I never expected I, I, I would do, and you know, it's something I can do now. Thank, thanks, thanks a lot. Whiskey stories <laughs> and now cigars with our new friend Ronnie. It's a credo. In Ferndale, that's on West Nine Mile. And Ronnie, how do people come and get a hold of you and come check out this wonderful place? Well, they just come down here. Yeah. I work every day and night. I've actually got 
close to 800 consecutive days without a day off. Whoa. You're a fine American, sir. You're a fine American. America. America. We Um, need more people to work 800 days without a day off. Yep. It has been that. This has been actually very interesting for me. I like listening to guys who know their drams. The real estate component of it. I've always been fascinated by real estate. Cool. Um, many a times I wanted to venture in, but well, I'll tell you, we if we if no we, mentors, we we, we pulled I got this a couple times and got taken off to talk to Tommy yeah. Dunn about that. And, uh, yeah, there, there's there are so many ways of, of approaching real estate. And again, if we if we, if, if when, when when we pull this thing off with the uh, with the, the, the renegades and and uh, the what, what, what's group what towns group the Metro Detroit Metro Detroit real estate. We, we come through there. The guys that through there, it, it will be such a diverse cross section of guys that are working real estate really well very differently we all have our own niches the things that we like to do and of course then there are guys like me that don't know what they want to, who want to do when they grow up that kind of does things that sound interesting most of it all residential do you guys do any commercial What's that? Any commercial real estate or just residential? I, no, I do some commercial real estate. Yeah, we have a few people. There, there, uh, the there, Borland there, Group, uh, Dylan Borland does some commercial. There, 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 Josh, Josh Sterling's. Josh uh, Sterling. Uh, yeah. He's a, he's a multifamily guy. I mean, just killing it. Just doing some phenomenal stuff. Uh, he he comes out a lot. It'd be great, Josh. Come get get, get your butt out here, man. Oh, yeah. He will. I think he'd come for that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. He would. Josh is a great guy. And you've been an excellent host, uh, Ronnie. Really appreciate it. Thank you for for making us feel so welcome here. We feel like long-lost friends, actually. Um, this has been fun. And I'm not being cheeky about it either. Just uh, feel like I've known you forever now. So thank you. And, folks, we're going to wrap this up. We did go a smidge long. I apologize. But it is the season finale, and I wanted to make sure to through it, to get through it. And I had a great time. So Me too. I mean, this, again, I... <laughs> I can't, I can't believe that that, they, that that we've done this for four months. <laughs> yep. So if you're interested in Legal Shield, go to LegalShieldAssociate.com forward slash Jay Rabinowitz. This will all be in the show notes. Go like Jeff's page on Facebook. It's Facebook.com forward slash Damn the Recession. And of course, for those listening to the instructions and what you should have done, Go to Bigger Pockets and search Confessions of a Private Lender and go leave some comments, especially on the I Burn My House to the Ground. <laughs> that, 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 that's I'm listening good, to that one. Yeah. That, that's a good story. Yeah, that, it's that, two that, parts. That's, that's one of my better stories. <laughs> leave a comment, and uh, if you go back and listen to that one, that was part. I mean, it's a free podcast, guys. You get to listen to it for free. Take two minutes out of your day. Go post uh, some comments. Plus, I hate fucking Joshua Dorkin anyway. I'd love to <laughs> knock his story off number one and push him somewhere else. So... Hook a brother up, man. I got a vested interest in this. I'm not sure I hate him so as much as you do, but I don't do. even know the guy and I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> awesome. I've turned another one. He's probably a fucking great guy, but he I just pro- I take the not. shit personally. He, nah, he, <laughs> probably, he probably isn't a bad guy. He's, yeah. done, he's done some pretty amazing things, too. But, it's, yeah. uh, um, you know. Jeff, your nose is getting bigger. <laughs> nah, I, I don't know him. I, I don't know who he is. Hey, he asked me to do a podcast. Well, actually, Brandon asked me. His, his, uh, his, uh, his partner asked me to do a podcast i turned him down <laughs> so it's we, we only surprising. do podcasts with one guy <laughs> <laughs> and of course you can always reach out to jeff via email real estate at farmerjeff.com p-h-a-r-m-e-r jeff.com this will all be in the show notes and wrapping up season one if you want season two you know what to do until the next podcast take care Slancha.